Isn't this nice? We're taking a little boat ride. A little boat ride to the new world. <laughs> uh, this is how it was. It is the last and final. Is that redundant? Day of Black History Month. It is Tuesday, February 28th, 2023 A.D., 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. Oh, 2 to 3 Eastern. Thank you, uh, CLC. Today is Tuesday. <laughs> it's the last day of Black History Month. And Joel Friday will be... Uh, uh, he will be... Hosting his show, Joel Friday TV, on Joel Friday TV uh, YouTube channel. That's the plan anyway, guys. Uh, what are we going to cover today? I can't breathe. I've been teasing it for days, and I will be covering that. I can't breathe mess. Um, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and some other stuff. Trump, as you know, back in 2019, he said blacks built the country, so we'll be playing that in honor of Black History Month. <laughs> uh. I guess it's not funny. It's not really funny. But I do still appreciate our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. There are whites. I saw this NPR article. I didn't read hardly any of it at all. But NPR, National Public Radio, covered whites, a white family apologizing to the black family. And they're the same family for slavery. What a mess. Makes me want to spit. Makes me feel like grabbing my spittoon right now. But the blacks, I'm sorry to say it, blacks, we love you on on the Hake Report. If we love anybody. Your old news. The uh, Hispanics have taken, overtaken you in numbers. And they're the field workers now. What a mess. All that and your calls if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys... Let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. So, how you guys doing? I am fine. I am wearing my Rebuilding the Family by Rebuilding the Man t-shirt. It's a Bond t-shirt. Go to rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. And find yours. Rebuilding the Family by Rebuilding the Man. It's Bond, JLP's nonprofit. Rebel flags forever, says Bill Pasqualone. Yes, I am covering my rebel flag. Okay, we're trying to get we're trying to get us all de- remonetized. <laughs> I'm not trying very hard, but uh, <laughs> what a mess! Terrible. So I'm censoring the beautiful, the beautiful Southern flag, but I still, you, the f- beautiful Southern flag flies within my heart, as if that means anything, right? <laughs> 
We love the beautiful South. Shout out to the beautiful South. And shout out, too, to the beautiful Facebook crew. I saw you guys active yesterday. That's cool. Shout out to the Facebook crew. I hope that I'm streaming live there. I am not. Am I on DLive? Let's see. Yes! DLive is going on Hake. Very nice. Right on. DLive was down for uh, JLP today, but that's because the whole website DLive was down. It was not, it's not our fault. It's not my fault. I think a black guy said that maybe in Star Wars. <laughs> that's where I got that. I will be reading your super chats, guys. I saw some coming in on Kofi, Kofi, K-O hyphen F-I dot com slash at the, slash the Hake Report. As well as buy me a coffee, as well as Streamlabs. And of course, on Odyssey and Rumble, you can super chat there as well. But not on YouTube. You can on DLive, but it's hard to get paid by DLive. What a mess. And they've banned some of my friends or prevented some of my friends. You're never getting monetized, Hake, says Kevin Howe. Stop speaking doubt into my life. <laughs> Nightwave Radio is monetized on YouTube. <laughs> Am I so different? I don't even say the N-word word. (laughs) But he is more palatable and he's Italian. Is he Italian? What is he? Irish? Shout out to the Irish and Italians. Let's get right to this, guys. Um, I can't breathe. (laughs) Clip 14A. This was tweeted out. It's old news now for a lot of you already. But uh, what a mess. This guy killed, allegedly, allegedly killed. Innocent unless proven guilty. Not until proven guilty, unless proven guilty. But Orange County Sheriff tweeted this out. This is a moment OSCO, O-C-S-O, Orange County Sheriff's Office, deputies, Orange County, Florida, apprehended Keith Moses. Keith something Moses. He had a middle name too. He has who shot five people February 22nd. It's almost a week ago, killing three of them. He killed 38-year-old Natasha Natasha Augustine, nine-year-old Tiona Major, and My News 13 reporter Dylan Lyons, who was maybe 24 years old or something like that. I'm not sure. Maybe 27. Maybe the killer was 29. Maybe the killer's like 19 or 18. The alleged murderer, Keith Moses, who Orange County sheriffs say shot these people. And uh, he's that one with that wild hair. You heard, you saw pictures of him during one of my calls with William from California. JLP talked about him at least a little bit. He's the one who told me about the story. His wild hair. It looks like he's wearing Burger King, a burger, a based Burger King crown, except it's his hair shaped that way with these spiky, pokey things, only all puffy and weird looking. Well, you'll see some screenshots and things of him. But here's the clip of him getting arrested. And I bleeped out the cuss words. These uh, cops, shout out to the cops. We love the cops. Some of you don't, but you should. <laughs> Not that you should ever support everything they do. They do wrong. Especially when they support politicians' mess. 
arresting them using manly words, meaning cuss words. It's not always manly to cuss, but they were using their man words. <laughs> Get on the blinking ground. Here it is. Here is the arrest video. Here's a minute and 22 seconds of it. I cut it off. I do have part B that I may play the other minute and 48 seconds of it. But he's, they're just, he just kept, keeps on saying, I might have heard this from Hassan. I can't breathe, and they're killing me. <laughs> they're killing me. Uh, here's the black guy. It's Black History Month. We honor the blacks on Black History Month. Uh, here he is. Cop pulling up. Body cam honking at a guy. Get on your face. 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 Look at his hair. That sounds like a black dude saying that. Hey, yeah, that is a black hand. Shout out to the black cop. Relax, man. Relax, man. Relax. Relax. I can't breathe. 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 Stupid kid, says Justin. He wild and... I can't breathe. He can't breathe. Look at that hair. Oh, no. He may be on some drugs. Maybe under drugs. He may be on some drugs. He's getting you up. He's getting you up. Poor kid. He can't breathe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I disavow that chat. Jake N35, don't say that. He says they should... I'm not going to even repeat it. Do you guys want to hear more? <laughs> Let's go ahead and play clip 14B. It's funny. He keeps on saying, I can't breathe, and they're killing me. And they're just doing normal stuff. They're, like, barely even on top of him. But here he is. Hey, good job, Ellie. I sat right the, there, and I see him, like, throwing his hands up and stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He can't breathe. I can't breathe. He's down his leg. He's down his leg. Hey, you're holding his hey, ankle too hard. In my center console. He can't Grab breathe. Grab the knife out of my center console. Let go of his ankle. Grab the knife out of my center console. Grab the knife out of my center console. I got him. I got him. Who taught him this? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna cut it off. I'm gonna cut it off. I'm gonna cut it off. Is it my center? Uh, oh, he has. Right with my. <laughs> the Floyd maneuver says uh, It's not that funny, nah, Hey, Allie. Allie, let Sounds me get like that a knife. It's a zero right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, use the back side of this. Here, it'll, I got it'll, cut, it'll cut the fabric. <laughs> They're just doing their normal business. I got gloves. They're killing me. Yeah, I got it. Put gloves on. 
<laughs> cops are very concerned. Ooh, the black cop is not wearing gloves like he should. They're killing me. That's from Orange County, Florida Sheriff's Office. Not to be confused with Orange County, California. Keith, Kel- Keith Melvin Moses, according to Fox 35 Orlando, 19-year-old so-called man. <laughs> he sounded real manly there. Expected to face murder charges, according to the report from a week ago. In the shooting deaths of an Orlando TV journalist, a nine-year-old girl, and a woman. And those sounded like black names. N-A-T-H-A-C-H-A. Natasha Augustine. Don't know for sure, though. Uh, What a terrible story. But at least he was somewhat entertaining. Uh, There was a reply from Mr. Andy No. No. N-G-O who is an independent journalist guy. He covers Black Lives Matter. He used to cover... Oh, no, he didn't cover Proud Boys. That was a different guy, Tim Poole. He covered Antifa. He gets attacked by Antifa. He's this Asian guy. Had to go into hiding because Antifa hates him so bad. He tweeted, The mass murder suspect tried to use the hashtag BLM, as in Black Lives Matter, trick of repeatedly shouting, I can't breathe, and they're killing me making a mockery of Georgia, Florida. Even worse than Hake misusing the name, mispronouncing the name of Georgia, Florida. Making a mockery of Eric Garner, who, can't, who also couldn't breathe. And then he actually died. Ever heard of the boy who cried wolf blacks? Young blacks? The Atlant- and BLM? There's like females, purported white females, I guess, or Jewish females? who are participating in Black Lives Matter and Antifa. The Atlanta Antifa domestic terror suspects, who are white, he says, according to Andy No, recently tried the same thing following a violent attack last month. And he shares this quote-tweeted uh, tweet from January 21st, last month. Far-left extremists, says Mr. Andy No, at the violent attack in downtown hashtag Atlanta, all tried pulling a George Floyd by screaming, I can't breathe, hashtag Antifa, as Trump calls them, and other far-left extremists gathered for a revenge riot over the death of their gunmail. He calls them gunmen. I call them gunmail. At the Autonomous Zone, I vaguely recall some little lightweight riot going on down in Atlanta. They had an Autonomous Zone. They tried to take over a little area. And say, oh, this is place is free. So here's a little 30-second clip. He shares this video posted by a guy who's apparently calling the cops thugs <laughs> in reply to Atlanta Journal-Constitution, AJC. What started as a peaceful protest in, in, at Underground Atlanta on that particular Saturday back in January, I guess. Saturday evening. Uh, apparently turned violent when marchers headed downtown with a police car on fire. And businesses, business windows broke in. So uh, some guy said, yeah, it turned violent when these thugs showed up, meaning the cops, I guess. And so here's BLM Antifa, some purported white females, not normal whites, I would, I would guess. Certainly not normal to be part of Antifa or supporting Black Lives Matter at all. It's typical if you're 
black, I suppose, but not, I mean, supporting Black Lives Matter. But it's not normal at all to be supporting Antifa. It's typical if you're a uh, professor. But anyway, here's the clip. Clip 14C here. I can't breathe. They're killing us. <laughs> I can't. Oops. I tried to so bleep out the cuss words. So you can hide it? Make it quick so you can hide it? We all the got black it on guys. Video. I guess it's a black guy recording. Got it on video. Cops arresting people. Oh dear. Wanna hide what you're doing? Ridiculous. And those purported white, quote unquote white, I, 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 girls shrieking. I w- I'm tempted to try to shriek that loud and squeal and squeak, but <laughs> maybe I better not. Ridiculous. I'm so tempted to try, but I don't really want to. <laughs> Go ahead and scream all you want, because that only excites me, says Emperor of Cats. I disavow. <laughs> Ridiculous. People accuse me of disrespecting Georgia, Florida, and and thug Trayvon Martin, and Fat Eric Garner, late Eric Garner, rest in peace, man. But those people are disrespecting them because they can breathe quite well. They're lying. Try it, ache, <laughs> says Jalen. Eight. He's the one who called into my show, JC, I think. JC? Not to be confused with Jesus Christ. I have a beautiful rap song about Jesus Christ coming at the end of the show. I'll save it for the end of the show, guys. But, uh... Hake can hit higher notes than that person. (laughs) Yes, indeed. You You do disrespect them. I mainly disrespect the people who... Or the, uh, notion that you guys love him and respect... Love these poor fake black victims and respect them so much. You don't respect them. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Got to put on my second watch in honor of Black History Month. I can't wait till tomorrow. It's Women's History Month. (laughs) And I won't have to wear two watches anymore. Here's Trump. African Americans built this country. Not these blacks, I'll tell you that much. Not the spirit of the current blacks. This is from Clip 11. October 4th, 2019. Kyle Griffin won. A far-left liberal blue checkmark on Twitter. Sleazy person, I think. It's my impression of him. He quotes him, African-Americans built this nation. You built this nation. You know, you're just starting to get real credit for that, okay? I don't know if you know that. You built the nation. We all built it. But you are such a massive part of it. Bigger than you were given credit. That's Trump. Here's the little clip. I just told you what he said, but here's clip 11. Nice. African-Americans built this nation. You built this nation. I disavow. You know, you're just starting to get real credit for that. Okay, I don't know if you know that. You're just starting to get, you built the nation. We all built it. But you were such a massive part of it. Bigger than you were given credit for. Does that make sense? Right? No, no. I disavow. So he was speaking at the Young Black Leadership Summit. October 4th, 2019. And he says a lot of things, you know? And uh, 
there was a whole article in Politico about, uh, here's the headline. You built the nation. Trump courts black voters in a White House mini rally. Mini rally. According to Politico, per Nolan D. McCaskill, President Trump held what amounted to be a mini rally to a mini rally with nearly 300 young black supporters inside the White House when it was white on the inside White House. Now it's black on the inside because sleepy Joe Biden's soul is black, dark. He hates he's full of hatred towards whites and blacks and women and little girls and little boys. So evil, sick person. Sleepy Joe Biden supports so-called same-sex marriage. But here, look, Trump's hugging a black girl. Isn't that nice? Uh, Gal, lady. Uh, The White House last, you know, back a few few years ago, replete with campaign-style chants of USA, USA, USA. Wow, blacks chanting USA? Racist. (laughs) I'm so trained to feel like a USA chant is racist. Maybe that's not that funny. It's terrible. Um, and four more years. But he has not yet gotten those four more years. You broke the sound barriers, Trump said, talking about how those African-American students, blacks, so loud, and young professionals, blacks are loud, I'll give them that. Shout out to the loud blacks. Who greeted him with chants and cheers in the White House's East Room. I've never heard it quite like that, and I appreciate it. We love you, said Trump. <laughs> Look at that. Pence is standing there with his, his, is he a snake? Nah. His snake self clapping, looking all proper. Mike Pence. I miss Mike Pence. Uh, With an eye on the 2020 election, the president delivered his pitch to black voters and aired his grievances in true Trumpian fashion. He only, he not only touted historically low unemployment among black Americans, but also conducted a roll call of his top black supporters, some of his so, and calling out some of his African American, meaning black, black hearted critics, while slamming the Democrats uh, and the news media along the way. At one point, Trump also credited African Americans, blacks, for building the country. I, I disavow. A seeming reference to their ancestors' role as slaves. And they used to work even after sl- slavery. They were, uh, you know, they did. I don't know about building the country, but they did, you know, pick the cotton and maybe helped with a little bit of the construction of the White House, I heard. Different things. They worked. It was a stark con... Wait, what did he say? Oh, he said what we, what we played, right? And what I quoted. It was a stark contrast to, from the president who over the... Our greatest president, Trump, who over the summer told four progressive congresswomen... They're called female congressmen of color, meaning not black necessarily. One of them might have been black, meaning Cortez, uh, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. Oh, yeah, she, she's, she doesn't count as black. She's not black American. Um, and some other, Ayanna Presley, those four, to go back where they came from. Blasted Maryland Representative Elijah Cummings' congressional district as a disgusting, rat and rodent infested mess. <laughs> nice. Don't you miss that? Our greatest president telling the truth to the blacks. Go back where you came from if you're so great and you know how it's done, he said to those, the squad. Remember that? That speech marked the second time in that month that Trump participated in an event with an overwhelmingly black audience, talking to the blacks, unlike most Republicans, 
In September of 2019, he addressed leaders of historically black colleges and universities, the HBCUs, which uh, they're a mess. Trump had made both broad and personal appeals to black voters. He praised conservative commentators, Candace Owens and Terrence Williams. Those are two young, funny people. Well, Terrence Williams is funny. I don't know about Candace Owens. And White House aide Jaron Smith. What an, that's a black name. Individually inviting each of them to go join the stage. Complimented Jaron Smith for his role at the White House and commended Owens for her television appearances on Fox News and elsewhere. And uh, Terrence Williams for being funny and eating chicken and doing uh, videos, reaction videos. <laughs> For his tweets and actress Deborah Messing, a Trump foil about actress Deborah Messing. Okay, Trump foil, meaning a bad lady. He called Candace Owens a star who is not only tough but also beautiful. <laughs> Terrible. Under the hashtag Me Too generation, we're not allowed to say it, he said. So all of you young, brilliant guys, never ever call a woman beautiful. Please, you're not allowed to do it. <laughs> Based Trump. Isn't that nice? That's a... Uh, a little preview to Women's History Month. Trump cherishes women. So does Hake. <laughs> Women's History Month is tomorrow. <laughs> Stupid. Sorry, guys. Not sorry, but you're going to be bearing with me if you continue uh, following Hake. Because I'm going to be cherishing Women's History Month. <laughs> anyway. What a mess, huh? Terrible. Uh, all this kissing up to the blacks. Even Trump is doing it a little bit, but he does it like it's more charming and it's more a little bit more real. Here's something that's not charming. I'm shaking my head. Barf! And I don't even like throwing up, but this makes me. I have a whole bunch of pictures of, from this. This is whites apologizing to blacks for slavery in this NPR Family Reconciliation article from, I saw this on Pocket, Far Left Enemies of America Pocket, owned by Firefox, which is a web browser, and they push, they promote liberal articles. Here is NPR, National Public Radio's Code Switch. One side owned slaves, the other side started Black History Month. How a family heals. And this was from uh, February 19th, updated February 23rd. And they feature, look at this little uh, family photo. It has blacks and whites in it in this little article on NPR. Can you zoom in on that family photo just to show those people um, here if you're watching the video feed? Guys, uh, this is from, I think, 1998. So 25 years later, they're finally covering this this little event, because it was a non... It was not newsworthy. <laughs> but Hake is covering it. Irregardless, which is not a word. Ridiculous. And there's... It's the Woodson family. Did you ever heard of Woodson? Sounds vaguely familiar, right? I think. Let me go in here. Apologize for slavery. The Woodson family, members at the Woodson Reconciliation Ceremony, doesn't sound very Christian, in 1998. I was just a junior in, in high school back then, roughly, probably, maybe, uh, or senior. 
And they feature this young black guy who almost, I hate to say it, I'm, it's not, I'm not being bashing him. He just looks, you know, slightly effeminate. It doesn't help that he has an earring in his left ear. I don't know what that means. But there's, and this young black guy is probably not even, maybe not even alive when this thing happened. But he's part of that family. Brett Woodson Bailey. There are many things from childhood, opens this article, that Brett Woodson Bailey doesn't remember. There he is. Maybe it has to do with his cancer diagnosis at age four. No wonder he's so sickly. He's like, no offense, no offense. Living in the hospital for almost two years, undergoing intense courses of radiation and chemotherapy, just at a tender young age, four till six, I guess. He thinks he plays a part, that plays a part in why so much of his childhood is hazy. Forgetting, after all, is a side effect of trauma, says, says this article. Who wrote this article? I forget if I wrote down who wrote this. Who wrote this? Sand, Sandhya Dirks, B.A. Parker, Dahlia Mortada. It took four people. Kumari Devarjian, Devar, Devarajan. Three POC women. Four POC women, I guess. I don't know. Terrible. But anyway. And they're talking about forgetting as a side effect of trauma. They're going to go into racial trauma. Phony thing. One moment he remembers clearly is his mother Adele sitting him down when he was in middle school telling him that he was the descendant of a famous important man. You are the great, great grandnephew of Carter G. Woodson, she told him. Woodson is the man behind Negro History Week, which ultimately became Black History Month. I don't know what kind of man Carter Woodson is or was when he was alive. She said Brett should be proud of this fact. He should even brag about it, said the mama. Mamas always tell you about your history, where you came from. If it weren't for my mamas, my mama and my grandmas, I wouldn't know that I was Scottish and Danish. I don't think my, brother, my father told me anything. <laughs> In fact, my father's father, I think, was a total mystery. Like, they don't know what he was or is. Like German, uh, maybe a little bit of American Indian. I don't know if I made that up in my head. <laughs> uh, that was the only thing. My, I don't know. But anyway, like my, I knew one grandma was Scottish because she was all into being Scottish. I knew one grandma was Danish because she was all being, into being Danish. So it's like a woman thing to be all into your family history. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Not, not that it's a bad thing, but it's a false pride thing, you know? Brett is not the braggy type. Now, age 20, he's soft-spoken and thoughtful sophomore at University of California, Santa Cruz. Is that a party school? Majoring in environmental science. He doesn't look like a party animal, but you would be surprised sometimes with some of these guys and gals with dreams of becoming a wildlife biologist. Isn't that nice? So fast forward, I have, let's see, what's that? What's next? Carter Woodson. I have a picture of this guy. And he looks mixed, too, maybe. 1926, Woodson created Negro History Week, anchoring it between the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln, Honest Abe, and Frederick Douglass, who's that black guy who is, who is okay, I think, with segregation, by the way. Uh, Frederick Douglass. In the 1970s, the week officially expanded to a month. Ridiculous. They've been kissing up to blacks for forever. Carter G. Woodson helped pioneer the field of African-American history. 
I, I wonder if he called it African-American. Because it's not African. It's, it's, a, it's black American. Um, especially when it comes to education. And the education is a mess today. So I don't know if this guy... I wonder if he'd be rolling over in his gl- grave or if he'd be smiling. Yeah, let's brainwash the blacks and the whites and everybody kiss up black to blacks. I don't know. He fiercely believed that black history, and they capitalized the B in the word black because they're kissing up, should not be a separate, segregated thing that our histories are intertwined. And it was normal before you guys started meddling with it. Anyway, Brett knows that surviving is no simple feat, especially when you are black in America, <laughs> writes these dumb people on, the, on this uh, article. Brett is the little, is the little uh, skinny guy. Uh... I am my ancestors' wildest dreams, the aphorism goes. Then there is Brett's own experience with cancer. He was diagnosed. He was given a 30% chance of making it. His people survived, and he survived. Oh, gosh. And that means something. He carries history in his skin and in his bones. There was a 1984 postage stamp issued to commemorate Carter G. Woodson. This guy. This uh, black guy who started Black History Month. Well, he didn't start, but whatever. He started Negro History Week. Isn't that nicer? Negro History Week. <laughs> oh, what a mess. Okay, so this guy, Craig, is the next guy. He's in the same family of, as these guys. Craig Woodson. Look at him all dignified. If those of you are listening on audio feed, it's a white man, a purported white man, in Los Angeles, California, looking at a sunset or a sunrise. Orange glow on his face, looking up with his chin up, kind of like Obama used to do, all arrogant, or uh, Bill Clinton used to have his chin up like that. Looking up all dignified, wannabe anyway. Growing up in the 40s and 50s in segregated Kentucky is part of Craig Woodson's family legend. They could trace their lineage all the way back to the beginnings of American history. Wow, I wonder if that was passed down by women. There was even a book where the legend was enshrined, a family genealogy. Craig didn't read the book, but he knew the story. John and Sarah Woodson crossed the ocean in 1619 from Bristol, England, to settle in the first colony of Jamestown, named after Hake, maybe, to start a new life in a new world. One day, John was away, and Sarah was at home with their two boys. There was an Indian attack. Yes, Indians did attack. They were not just these... peaceful peace pipe smoking people necessarily sometimes uh sometimes they were merciless indian savages according to the declaration of independence an attack by the so-called native americans meaning american indians and sarah fended them off with a cast iron pan recalls amy woodson hyphen bolton why is she hyphenating her name feminist She's Craig's niece and grew up with the story, too. To protect them, Sarah hid her two children, one underneath the potato bin and one underneath the bathtub. Oh, in the bathtub. They survived. And from these two sons came the two lines of the Woodsons, two genealogy, genealogical bloodlines to populate the colonized new world. When you met another Woodson, you would ask them, tub or potato bin? So goes the thing. Oh, and look at, here's undignified uh, Craig Woodson in another photograph, not looking all with his chin up. His head is down a little bit, and he's wearing goofy glasses and suspenders and a red. He's looking like a musician. He's carrying an African drum. 
and it has like a little banger thing stick on it, drumstick thing. <clears throat> He's an ethnomusicologist. Sounds like a liberal to me. <laughs> uh, Hassan might get along with him. I'd probably get along with him. He's talking about, he specializes in African drumming. He's holding an African talking drum. Looking all goofy. No offense to anybody, musicians. But all musicians are liberals. And dumb. (laughs) No offense. (laughs) No offense, though. (laughs) Terrible, huh? In 1984, when this Craig guy, whose picture we're showing, was 41 years old, that year, on February 1st, a postage stamp was issued to commemorate the life and work of Carter G. Woodson. So in 1984, they were kissing up to the guy who founded Negro History Week. Oh, my back. Pardon me. It wasn't the first time Craig had heard the name, but it was the first time something clicked for him. Woodson. That famous black man shared his last name. What's the deal with the black Woodsons, he asked his father. And they capitalized the B in the word black. I'm sure he was using lowercase b back in 1984, whenever this thing was. Who are they? His dad pointed to the old genealogy book on his family's shelf. It's all in there. It was the first six pages in 1619, the same year, the White Woodsons, they were more based back then maybe, settled in Jamestown, a ship carrying around 20 kidnapped Angolans. Angola, is that in Africa? Arrived at Point Comfort, what is now Virginia. Kidnapped? How do you know they were kidnapped? The Woodsons bought six of the first, quote-unquote, black people, or the, quote-unquote, because they capitalized B, who were forcibly trafficked here. They were some of the first American slave owners. So shout-out to the based Woodsons who bought some blacks. Hopefully you gave them a, you know, a decent slave life. It's quite possible. So this article goes on and on and on. The audio version is 35 minutes long. I'll spare you that. But let's plow through some of these other photographs. Here's Eileen Woodson. Picture six here at the Woodson Reconciliation Ceremony. Sounds liberal. Uh, And this Eileen Woodson looks like this dignified black lady with her fingers kind of clasped together sitting here. And for some reason, she has like this uh, Hawaiian necklace thing on. You know those Hawaiian necklace things from the 80s or 90s? And she has this bleached hair. It looks like mildly attractive old lady, right? Isn't that nice? She looks nice. Um, but what a dumb word, reconciliation ceremony. Did they actually call that? Call it that? And I remember Christians were doing this. So they, were, they might be Christians. I remember Christians at Promise Keepers. There were some white Christians apologizing to black Christians at a Promise Keepers thing. That's a that's a supposed to be a Christian manly return to manhood and being good fathers thing back from the nineties or early two thousands or so Promise Keepers Conference. Big old mega church type of thing. Sort of. Here's another picture at this reconciliate Woodson reconciliation ceremony. As if they need reconciling. Give me a break. Craig Woodson hugs Edgar Woodson, who's black. Craig Woodson is the white male. He looks more dignified there, except he's, I don't know, hugging this black man a little too tight, uh, kissing up, in my opinion. Okay, so here's this, some, some more text that I wanted to read. 
about responsibility for the sins of the forefathers. Ridiculous. Craig, that white male, apologized, saying he takes responsibility for the sins of his forefathers. There is no better family than the Woodson family to tell the story of what has happened in this country, says Barbara Dunn, the vice president of membership for Asalah, A-S-A-L-H, Association for the Study of American Life and History, modern incarnation of the organization Carter G. Woodson founded in 1915. Dunn came to know Craig after he reached out to her and wanted to join Asalah. When he told me who he was, I felt like God is really connecting the dots here. Not just because the black and white Woodsons tell the story of America's past, from the first enslavers to the ship that brought the first Africans from Angola to America, kidnapped supposedly, I doubt it, but who knows, to the man responsible for Black History Month. It's also that they give us a possible path forward. Just move forward. You don't need a path forward. The heck? The heck? A vision of what it might mean to recognize our histories are all tangled up in each other, as if we don't know that. That black people are a part of every American origin story. No, they're not. Not everyone. Come on. That exact kind of history is for that for which Carter G. Woodson fought. Here's another cringy picture. I mean, it's not cringy. It's cute. It's a little baby picture. It's, oh, so he did know him. Craig Woodson. Here's Craig Woodson, the white man that I've been showing you guys. <laughs> is this going on too long? Holding the little black child, little black baby. That's Brett Woodson. Brett Woodson baby. I mean, Bailey. He's the one who got can- who was diagnosed with cancer a few years later after this picture as a little, as a little four-year-old. Isn't that cute? And that's not necessarily interracial. Here's, here's another uh, more text here, and I have Edgar Woodson, the guy who was getting hugged, who's hugged, not hugged, great nephew of Carter G. Woodson. So here's what Craig said, quote, white male, I apologize on behalf of my ancestors for the Holocaust that was caused to your family and your ancestors, and I ask for your forgiveness. Where is my spittoon? I don't know how more how seriously I can spit, but that's a serious spit-worthy statement. I apologize on behalf of my ancestors for the Holocaust that was caused to your family and your ancestors. If it was such a Holocaust, you wouldn't exist. And I ask for your forgiveness. That's me spitting. Craig stepped down off the dais, dais? I don't know how you pronounce that word, off the podium and walked down the aisle towards Edgar, the black guy, and stood to greet him. Then the white descendant of one of the first enslavers in America and the black descendant of the man who helped establish the study of black history embraced. Oh, so that was that hug that I showed you guys, I guess. Craig felt a relief, a lifting of weight. That's that false white guilt, dummy. Sorry, guys. Sorry, kids, I guess. Parents. Terrible. Let me see if I can plow through the rest of this here. Here's some more pictures from that silly reconciliation thing. And it was, somehow they have like it all documented. Look at this big old camera and like a boom mic or something. I'm not sure. Multiple cameras maybe. You see this? They're in like a church thing with 
sound barrier things, 90s church place, I guess, at the ceremony, reconciliation ceremony. Adele Woodson Bailey and her father Edgar Woodson at the ceremony and some other whites and blacks. There's a person in this in this article named Evans hyphen Oliver who, according to this article, also knows one man's apology is not enough. It's easier for him to get over it, she says. More so than for us, we all still live with it, says a woman, probably a black woman, my guess. Not very bright. Uh, So yeah, he could come to terms with it. Oh, let me do a reconciliation ceremony. We're going to make it this thing happen, and we're going to apologize. Then we're going to move forward. But it's more to it than that, says this vindictive woman who doesn't forget, forget or forgive. Or, and it has nothing to do with her. Why haven't we been able to do this more publicly in the United States, she asks. Not just apologize, but talk publicly about what real repair would look like. What about the other Craig Woodsons of the world? Meaning uh, other descendants of, of slave owners. Ridiculous. Oh, here's the picture of that lady. And I use the term loosely. Michelle Evans-Oliver and Craig Woodson. So meanwhile, she's talking behind his back, talking about she wants more. She wants blood. She wants, (laughs) she doesn't necessarily want blood. Reparations. They would come to find out later they're related, by the way. And this woman doesn't even seem very ladylike. She doesn't look very, is that a real woman? I don't know. But it's 1998, I think. In the decades since Craig's formal apology, racism hasn't gone away. Structural inequity hasn't been fixed, right, these dummies at NPR. White supremacy is thriving. Small amounts of reconciliation between individuals might be nice, but they might be, they might even be necessary to heal, but they don't change the larger systems, says Michelle Evans-Oliver. I'm only three generations out of slavery, she says. At most, 150 years. It's not that far away. Move on, lady. Zoom in on that picture of that girl, that gal. She doesn't... (sighs) Always wanting more, says Lisa. I know. Shout out to the Facebook crew. Look at that. That almost looks like James Brown. Doesn't even look like a woman. Hardly. Makes me wonder. There's another picture of... Oh, no, the earring is on his right ear. This is Brett Woodson Bailey, the, the baby. And then he had cancer as a bit, little child. He's like 20 now. Brett Woodson Bailey playing with Craig Woodson's African drums as he helps him move, December 2022. Here's more from the article. I guess uh, this is about Craig, the white male. He now believes apologizing was something he did more to heal himself than for the Black Woodsons. Yeah, dummy. And you didn't heal yourself. You just felt better. You can't apologize for the violence of slavery. Not really, Craig says. Slavery isn't necessarily violent, dude. But you can show up. Show up. If you're lucky, Craig says, you might find that the people your ancestors have wronged are willing to listen. To let you say, I'm sorry. They don't owe, you don't owe them a, a sorry. <laughs> To unburden your soul a little. If you're really lucky, they will welcome you into their family. Pooh! 
As if blacks... This makes blacks hate whites more. It, it, it makes me despise this guy. <laughs> and I despise no one, right? I'm supposed to not. But that takes something beyond apology. It takes being honest about our intertwined histories. It takes the work of a lifetime. NPR asked Craig if he ever talked to the Blackwoodsons, and they capitalized the B in the word black, about monetary reparations. His family benefited from their ancestors' violently forced labor, after all, said the NPR gals. Craig said it never really came up, but recently he put Brett, meaning the black guy, the black... uh, Slightly effeminate-looking, skinny young man who had cancer as a young kid. Uh, put bread in his will. Oh, gosh. This reminds me of... Uh, what's, that, what's that movie that I trashed a little bit that I liked with the, the guy who says, go ahead, make my day? Clint Eastwood movie. Gran Torino. In Gran Torino, the Clint Eastwood's character put... The little Hmong Asian guy who tried to steal his car earlier in the movie on his will. Sorry for spoiling it, but that part was not a good part of the movie. He put that in his will rather than the, his ingrate, uh, spoiled white children. Uh, he says it was something that should have happened a long time ago about putting the black boy in his will. I'm shaking my head. Terrible, huh? So I, I had to share that. Today was the last day of your, some silly Black History Month thing. Ridiculous. Shall we clear our palate with some Mexicans working in the rain? Here's Next they're going to be saying that Mexicans built America. Maybe they're saying it already. This is clip 12B. There is no clip 12A. This is from Jockey 82 who is apparently a, a dumb liberal who hates white people. <laughs> a minute-long clip, and I put it backwards in reverse because it has a Mexican song in it or a his- Spanish song in it, and I don't want to get copyright striked. That, not that I would, but I put it backwards. So, But you can hear some wind, and then you hear Mexican backwards music playing. Don't ever say they are taking our jobs because you wouldn't be out here in the ca- hashtag California doing this during a dang storm. He didn't say dang. He said the bad word for sending this to hell. Here is clip 12B. Mexicans working in the rain. Or Hispanics, anyway. Picking produce in these rows of farmland or something. Here it is. Look at that. Wind blowing. They're wearing plastic. It's their Mexican music plan. Shout out to the Mexicans. Look at how windy it is. Rain. That must be unusual. A lot of them working in the field, bending over. Strong backs. Not beta backs. It used to be blacks picking picking the fields, but they got welfare and unemployment and affirmative action. And so now it's these guys. Foreigners. Some of them are foreigners, I would assume. Maybe most of them. And this PJockey82 says, Don't ever say they're taking our jobs because you wouldn't work here. I would. I would work there for about an hour. (laughs) It'd be kind of fun. 
especially if I was, maybe if I did that, I would have a strong alpha back. <laughs> but I was spoiled and went to college instead. Uh, terrible. Good work ethic for sure, says John Frederick. I don't know if, I don't know if that's true, actually, man. And by the way, P. Jockey said it was California, but it was fake news. P. Jockey 82. He, he heard, he talked to the owner of the um, TikTok video. Whose video he shared? Hello, everyone. I reached out to the original TikTok account and found out this is a field in DeSantis's backyard, Durant, Florida. Doesn't change the narrative regarding immigration and agricultural work. Either be Florida, Texas, or California, he says. So this P, whatever guy is, silly. He's this Cal State LA political science person. He or she, T A M I U. Public admin, patriotism means to stand with the country. It does not mean to stand with the president, Teddy Roosevelt. So that's a silly person who is bashing. And yes, they are taking our jobs because uh, if we didn't have the welfare and unemployment and all that stuff, uh, blacks and uh, maybe some poor whites and maybe some uh, American Hispanics could be uh, picking that. It's not cotton. <laughs> cotton, too, though. Picking that produce. Sergeant AQGO tweeted this video out, too, and said, In pursuit of the American dream. Amazing. Much respect. Unfortunately, many see them as drug dealers and rapists. And that's true. A lot of them are. I bet you some of those people might have been drug dealers and rapists. Many of them are. I worked with some Mexicans in the uh, cabinet shop. Some of them were, at one point at at least anyway, admitted to having dealt drugs, selling drugs. And they are disproportionately rapey. Some horrific type rapes, by the way. Ridiculous. Uh, You know, um, that's... It's not necessarily work ethic, guys. Um, they show up. They do as much as they can, as little as they can get away with doing sometimes, many of them. Some of them actually work. I knew like one or two. And they weren't even necessarily honest guys, but they did good work. They took pride in their work. They did quality stuff. They, care, they cared about the end product. They knew not to steal. They said, don't touch anything. El dueño, the owner... Sometimes puts things out just to test you, so don't steal, unless you can get away with it. Um, look like you're busy. And then, uh, showing up every day, yeah, you respect showing up every day, but... Sh- and they're making a lot of money, and then they're sending half their paycheck home, some of them. One of them, I knew. Was sending half his paycheck home to his, talk about separating families, to his children's mother, and maybe his parents... And uh, his young children grew up without him because he was up here. He was going to stay here like three years. He stayed 15. And he would come across the border. His, his work visa ran out, so he was here illegally. And he would uh, cross the border and pretend like he couldn't speak any English because then it looked like he was just here on vacation. Scam the uh, border people. Oh, he would put on his stupid face, he said. <laughs> Crazy.
Uh, so, yeah, and I knew this Mormon guy who came from Utah. He came in, he was a, a big fat guy. Shout out to the fat people. And he was like a, I respected him a lot, actually. Like, except he had this white guilt about blacks. I would argue with him about the Trayvon Martin case back in the day. And uh, he was studying to be a lawyer, by the way. <laughs> lawyer slash liar, maybe. But uh, he was felt all bad for Trayvon Martin. For no good reason. But, uh, yeah, he knew that the Mexicans weren't... They have this stereotype that they're hard workers. Not necessarily true. They take advantage of the opportunities. And uh, if you were in that situation, you'd be doing the same thing and maybe better. (laughs) Uh, But shout out to the Hispanics. We love the Hispanic. I love Mexican people, as Trump said. You know what, guys? Um, I'm going to play a short little song. I have more stuff to get to. I need to take a quick break. But I have some Hake News type things to get to. Tomorrow's Women's History Month. You can call in 888-775-3773, even via Skype from overseas. 1-888-775-3773. But let's play that extra song. I have the long song that I'm going to play at the end. I'm playing it at the end, so it's easily skippable for you guys who don't like black people music. But you should. But uh, that, get pumped about Stephen Wiley. But this is not Stephen Wiley. This is the Knights of the New Crusade. I've pl- it's a fan favorite, a f- listener favorite. And then I will get to your Super Chats and uh, other things. Enjoy the Knights of the New Crusade. It's a Christian band. And I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight. Well, there's monkeys in the jungle. There's monkeys in the zoo. They've got monkeys in some of our schools. They tell us that God didn't make the world in seven days. They want us to believe that we are far from the apes. Well, I don't know about them, but I know about me. The monkeys in the vines, and you'll see them up in trees. You can even see them right there on the TV. They claim that Jonah never lived in the belly of a whale. That our ancestors walked around dragging their tails. I don't know about them, but I know about me. There ain't no monkeys in my family tree. When you see some monkeys, they look kind of cute. But not when they're wearing a tie and a suit. Big book of lies and a Some monkeys are crooks Some of those monkeys even ride dishonest monkey books They'll say that Jesus' miracles never did occur And that our ancestors were covered in fur So good I don't know about them, but I know about me And there ain't no monkeys in my family tree No, there ain't no monkeys in my family tree Boys, stop that monkeying around, says hair-hatted hooligans Nice 
Thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. Love that tune, says Donald Lassick. No, 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 says Emperor of Cats. Uh, I'm reading the chat over here, guys, including Super Chats. Kevin House says, Mexicans show up on time and never miss work. Not true, man. Which is like 99% of being a good employee in America. Can't communicate with anyone? No problem, you're here at least. Oh, yeah, they say yes, yes, yes. And then they don't know what you mean. <laughs> or they're just lying to you. They shine you on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, a lot of times they do show up on time and consistently. But they're not the most responsible people. Um, you ever heard of a Mexican job? It's not the best quality job. But uh, shout out to the Mexicans. Some of them do, like I said, quality work. <laughs> Uh, anyway, super chats from uh, Kofi K O F I Coffee K O hyphen F I dot com slash at the hate report based America first. Uh, says mixed bag for energy. Over half of Belgium's energy is nuclear, to be eliminated by 2025 during an energy shortage. Really? Italy and Germany are the only two major EU companies, countries to abandon nuclear power. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He might be doing it in reverse order. Oh, I think he's doing it in, he did it in reverse order. I, I read them backwards. I think he did it. Oh, thank you, Base America First. Okay, so he says, he gave three different tips, coffees. PJM Interconnection, a large grid operator, reports power plants being shuttered to favor green energy. This may make more sense to you guys. Wow, power plants shuttered to favor green energy without replacement capacity. This will destabilize the U.S. electric grid. Yep. Resulting in unreliable service for millions due to insufficient production and mismatched demand. Brookfield Renewable and Cameco Corp. Offer to buy Westinghouse. Westinghouse. <laughs> uh, uh, pairing a nuclear power service provider with the largest publicly traded uranium company. Betting nuclear will play an important role in transitioning away from carbon fuels. Mixed bag for energy. Over half of Belgium's energy is nuclear to be eliminated by 2025 during an energy shortage. Italy and Germany are the only two major EU countries to abandon nuclear power. Italy nearly 40 years ago. However, Italy is now considering a return to nuclear. I heard nuclear is like the best, hands down the best. That's what I heard. Especially if you maintain it right and don't let it melt down or get Fukushima or Chernobyl or whatever. Not that I know what I'm talking about, but that's what I hear. John Frederick says, I'd pick a Mexican over Hague for manual labor any day. That's because I got a beta back, man. If I grew up like that, I would... Anyway. Whatever, man. Forget you. I'll be their... I'll be their... Uh, I'll be their project manager. I'll be like, no, make sure you do it right. <laughs> anyway. I'll buy them uh, Chipotle. <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, thank you, guys. Maybe a couple more Super Chats? Yes, indeed. Quite a few. Evil is Real gave quite a few Super Chats. And so did Animus. One gave one at least. 
Evil is Real Yesterday says, Music by Lil Uzi Vert was played when Eagles took the field in the Super Bowl. Say his name sloppily, and it is Little Lu- Lil Lucifer. Ah. Crazy. Animus says, hey, Hake, do you know Johnny Rebel? I discovered his music where he talks about N-word this and N-word that. Only he's actually full-blown spells it out, even with the hard R. <laughs> Can you spell it with a hard R? Yes. I feel like saying that word, but I'm not going to, because Hake is nice. Too nice. And that how they should be moved back to Africa. And he also rants about Jesse Jackson, just like JLP. The similarities between them blew my Germany fro. Well, thank you, Animus. Thanks for the tip. I feel like I've heard the name Johnny Rebel before. Right on. Evil is Real gave a few super chats with Bible verses. Matt 23, Matthew 23, 9. Jesus said, do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. 1 Corinthians 4.15, Paul says, Even if you had 10,000 guardians in Christ, you do not have many fathers, for in Christ Jesus I became your father. Ooh. Evil is real, Matthew 10. Jesus said, And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ. Paul said, 1 Timothy 2.7, Paul, For this I was appointed a preacher and apostle, I am telling the truth, I am not lying, and a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Ooh. Evil is real, says, Paul says, Ephesians 1, 7, We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. And Jesus says, Matthew 6, 14, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you your trespasses. Jesus said, But when you pray, go into your room and close the door. Paul says, I desire therefore that the men pray everywhere. Ooh. Evil is real, says, Well, so that evil is real is, Saying, suggesting Paul is false and Jesus is real. Interesting. Uh, Evil is real says, uh, blacks think, expect everything to be free. I guess it started with the boat ride they thought was going to be free. Yep. Evil is real says, please bring back bright lights with come out, come out, why are you hiding out? Such a good song. And okay, especially huggable debt, dust. Okay is Marty Anderson. He had Crohn has or had Crohn's disease. A talented musician on Absolutely Kosher Records and Bright Lights is frequently played on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Thanks, buddy. Great show. Have a great day. Thank you, Evil is Real. Appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Let me do a check over here on Buy Me a Coffee. Yordanos bought three coffees. Hey, buy yourself them Popeye's biscuits. Well, thank you, Yordanos. Make sure you get a drink with it, then dry hard. They dry hard and could be spicy for a white guy, meaning the biscuits. (laughs) Samson, the Palestinians coming for you. (laughs) Yeah, Palestinians instead of Philistines. Thank you, uh, laughing face emoji with tears coming out. Thank you, Yordanos. Appreciate the support, young lady. Very nice. Let me double check over here on Kofi. Spoiler alert. Gave a tip and said, might as well say horses built America. Yeah, exactly. All you guys simping for the Mexicans. They're not that great. (laughs) 
but it's the tacos. You don't want tacos? If we had shipped them all back, they wouldn't, we wouldn't have tacos. <laughs> we know how to make tacos now. <laughs> uh, what a mess. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Thank you, guys. Let me check on Rumble over here. No Rumble rants. That's okay. Let me check over on uh, Odyssey. Shout out to the Odyssey crew, O-D-Y-S-E-E. And on DLive, yes, I am on DLive. Okay, that's good. Let me get to a call or two, guys. You can call in, 188-775-3773. Frederick is in California, Los Angeles, to be specific. Frederick, thanks for calling. How are you doing? Good morning, Hank. How are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. How about you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Let's talk about the blacks. Do you think... They are felon Americans. Felon Americans? Felling America, yes. Felling America? Like like you fell a tree, like cutting down America? Yeah. Taking down America? F-E-L-L-I-N-G, felling? F-A-I-L-I-N-G. Oh, are the blacks failing America? Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> you you talk like a black. I only got two fillings. One is in my mouth. The one other one's for my mother or something like that. <laughs> and failing wow. America. He calls it fel- failing America. I call it failing. Um, the are the blacks failing America? That's an interesting question. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, they're they're failing us, but they're <laughs> failing themselves worse. Okay. And we're failing okay. them by, by not being right towards them and telling them the truth and not giving them any welfare or unemployment and so that they can do join us think, in shipping, black, shipping back the illegals and migrants. Do you think that they knew in history when they started slavery what victim, victimhood brings? Like when Pharaoh and they say he was the oppressor and you seen how the victims created Christianity, right? Huh. And then the Christians started getting persecuted. They went into victimhood, and then they got lifted up. There's blessings in victimhood, I'm seeing. The Holocaust, did you see how they got, they went through, played victim, and now they got their blessings. So why would the slave owners take slaves knowing this victimhood mentality would prosper eventually? You think the slave owners knew that knew that the that the victimhood mentality would prosper? I mean, it hasn't happened to the over with the um, the Holocaust hasn't happened. But right. Slavery history repeated itself, and a lot of people played victims until they rose to the top. Right. I don't. I don't see nothing wrong with it. I heard Jesse say one time, "If you forgive others for their failings." Your heavenly father will forgive you for your failure. But if you do not forgive others for their feelings, the heavenly father will not forgive you. Is that statement true? Yeah, that's the truth. Um, but the So why do y'all gossip all day? Gossip? Who do we gossip about? Talk about the blacks. All it is is gossip. No, it's not. It's you're not you're gossip. blaming them for their feelings. That's not that's not gossip, man. Gossip is when you're talking about somebody's personal business and 
speculate about their life and talk about that's stuff what that... y'all do all day no i don't in the chat Not it's like it's, in the it's, chat maybe but i disavow i don't do that i disavow i disavow all stuff right, for the right. sake of my channel about you know the election shenanigans and climate and different things like no that. i'm talking about the whole idea that you just said that blacks are failing america that idea is the propaganda that you push i feel it as if it's just gossip and it's doing no good do you agree or disagree? Uh, what good is going to come out of it? Oh, what good is the the truth that I tell on my show going to... What good is the truth that I tell on my show going to come out? I don't know what good yeah. it will do. I sometimes well, ask that myself. What good is it? What do you think about Dilbert? To me, it's a... To me, it's like a... Uh, I like what Joel said on his show. By the way, Joel Friday will be here, I do believe, in less than an hour on his show. And he said in, in the title of his show, Let's Fellowship. And okay. I, I sort of see it as kind of, you know, I'm talking with you guys, giving my, giving my take. It's not gossip, dude. I don't think it's gossip for the most part. Okay. I, I certainly don't mean to. I shouldn't anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's like. Joel's going to have a fellowship I where speak, we can call in? I, yeah, yeah. I speak. I speak my mind as I see it, and I like to have a little bit of antagonism with my chat and disagree and, and uh, the callers. Antagonism in, like, in, in terms of disagreement. Good heart, good-natured, good-hearted disagreement. And even if it's not good-hearted, at least we uh, work it out and look at That's ourselves. Right. It's about looking at yourself and seeing how you overreact to, your, to situations. It's kind of a uh, nice. That's what I, that's why I call so you can look at yourself with just a little few points from the aspect of others who call in and listen to the show. It's like now you you use why are y'all attacking these people's failings? Uh, that's not use, what, you, well, what you, does forgiveness look like? I want, before I answer that question. What? Uh, why did you? Why did you misuse the word victimhood? Misuse it. Yeah, you misused it. Like, you used it too broadly. Because people are victims of crimes, but they're, they don't... That doesn't mean victimhood. Victimhood is when you have a mindset of identifying with being a victim or be, identifying with... Oh, being oppressed. oppressed. I mean, if you broke the law, they're going to get what they deserve. I mean, of course you was a victim of crime, but it's not a victim of oppression. When you oppress some people and take away their rights, it's totally different than just being a victim of, like, any criminal act. Why is that? Why is that? Because one gun can control a hundred unarmed people. So you're not just victimizing one person. You're victimizing a whole race, whether they were Jewish or Hebrews from Pharaoh or blacks in slavery or it could be... Um, um, warriors captured from other tribes. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I think they, I get. I get what you're talking about. You're talking about slavery and all that mess. Um, I don't know if I. Movie. I don't yeah, know if like I would the, call like, that. I don't know if I would call that oppression. I don't think that I would look, say look, blacks look were oppressed in America. What they're doing with the anti-Semitic things that um, the Sanchez says he's gonna make illegal to say any, anything. You're changing the subject. There's Let's stick with on the our, subject, man. What the heck? Why are you why are you talking freedom about that? Freedom of speech is what I'm saying. Freedom of speech. Where's our freedom of speech? Oh, you're saying we're being oppressed by the people who are 
who are fighting against anti-Semitism, so-called? Victimhood puts you in a position of blessings where you can shut down anybody that talked about your so-called victim um, circumstance, and it's so sensitive that you have the right to shut people, stop their payment, cancel their bank account. If you get enough people, yeah, if you get the right amount of people in the right places to feel sorry for you or pretend to feel sorry for you or team up with you for propaganda, what a mess. What a mess. Yeah. So what you think is doing the opposite of the black people are looking like you're going to be right where we are because you're not you're not even showing any type of forgiveness for their failure. So you're going to not be blessed. So therefore, you'll be where we at pretty soon. So you're talking about whites not feeling sorry for blacks for their failing and not forgiving blacks for failing. Or if the father say the father won't forgive you if you don't forgive others. Oh, okay. like so, so, so you're person. saying you're saying that me talking about it is not you, me talking about how bad the blacks are is me not forgiving them. Yeah. Interesting. Also, we should we should forgive the blacks for being so evil. Yes. Okay. Okay. I you're like right. I like that because really, really. Yeah, we won't. Whites about. whites who are turning to, towards hating the blacks for how evil the blacks are is th- they're not going to do well in life. We're not going to do well in life if, we, if we're upset about evil. Right. Do not what be overcome by evil, rotation of overcome, money? Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. I yeah. think Jesus was trying to make a, like a oh, recycling man. plan. Like Once you get rich, you give your money to the poor, and once the poor get to experience wealth and still not happy, they give their money to the poor. And then the poor be like, hey, this ain't all it's cracked up to be. I don't want this evil. You take it. And then everybody would be happy because they see the root of all evil and they wouldn't compound money and just store it and hoard it. Like, they're always going to be poor amongst us. Ain't that what Jesus said? How is that possible if the rich can always give their money to the poor? Because they don't. They walk away in sorrow and say, "Now nah, I don't think I want to be Christian. I'm gonna keep my money." But that doesn't—that's not going to solve the problem. Giving them—we've given blacks money, we've given everybody money, women money, and they've only gotten worse. You're right. It, y'all the money corrupts. Them. Y'all not giving them all y'all money. Y'all we only don't have giving to. them like a little bit of interest. We don't. Uh, we don't. We shouldn't give them. Giving them has made them worse. Why, why would Jesus say, Have you noticed? Yes, woman, you say we shouldn't. But th- those people are not, because blacks are not poor, nor are women. We shouldn't be giving them to that. He, he, there are actual poor people in Jesus' time. You're saying we shouldn't listen to Jesus. That's not what Jesus was saying. You, you're misinterpreting Jesus. You're sounding like a woman. Well, because you're, you're, pretending, you're pretending that, there's, that the blacks are poor in America. The blacks are not poor in America. Nor are the women. They only and giving, own 4.4% you, of the wealth. Have you noticed? And half of them live under the poverty level. Poverty level doesn't That's mean poor. poor. Poverty level, level doesn't mean poor, man. Have you noticed what that does they... It mean? Hold on, Frederick. You, know, you admitted yourself that giving them money has made them worse. No, bird feeding them with money makes them worse. That makes them keep on with their hand out. So, you, so you, give them everything you, you give them everything you have... You call it bird feeding. That's it's an interesting term. Uh, yeah, so give them it's a, not enough. Hold on, man. Hold on, man. Will you shut up? Let me finish asking my question. I'm trying to explain. No. Let me finish <laughs> asking my question. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Give them everything. So whites should give blacks everything they have. I'm not saying all the rich people should do it at one time. I'm saying, like, if a couple billionaires say, look, us 10 go first. You're silly. Boom, You're let silly. It, let it rise. <laughs> We're going to take care of those 10 billionaires. They're going to live like kings around us. They're going to be like, hey, watch us what we do. And then we're Bye, Frederick. And then once we get rich. You make no sense. I'm sorry. I'm just saying what Jesus said. No, too. that's silly. That's not even close to what Jesus was thinking. Explain it. Explain it to me. Bye. I'm not explaining it. All to right. You. Have a great day. <laughs> All right. What a mess. What a silly person. If it was earlier in the call, I would deal with it because it is somewhat interesting. Explain it to him. <laughs> it is sort of interesting. This giving stuff. Isn't it sort of interesting? Give all you have to the poor. What? You're being too nice to the snake cake. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Terrible. Get a job, Frederick, says Animus. That's a good answer. Yeah, he's living off of his uh, being a veteran. I'm not sure I'm for this giving to the veterans, you know? All these people with their jobs that make all kinds of money, even though they're not creating much value. These lawyers, these doctors. I mean, granted, it's kind of value. It's valuable to uh, save people's lives when they don't deserve it. <laughs> the, the, uh, it's called the... The industry of mercy or something like that. I don't know if industry is the right right word. Medical field. It's a field of mercy. You have mercy on people because most of the time their medical issues are their own dumb fault. In some cases, they were shipped to burn pits, you know, serving in the military, so-called serving in the military. And then the burn pits, they're breathing out of that burning poop or whatever it is. Sorry, kids. Ladies, sorry. And uh, then they get a little money, but not enough. Bird feeder money. <laughs> Blacks don't ever save money, says Lisa. It would all be gone in a few weeks. Yeah, they don't have the character for it. Terrible. Interesting topic, though, kind of, to me. A little bit. Deception. The deception of Satan. Satan quoted the Bible, too. And so, uh, you guys thinking that every word is, for every the whole scripture, all scripture is God-breathed. How about when Satan quotes it in your mind and interprets it in, a, in odd different ways? Right? How about that? That's what I say. Speaking of silly blacks in Black History Month, let's talk to, is that mean, Tony in California on the line. How you doing, Tony? How the heck are you, Hank? I'm fine. Happy Black la, la, History la. Month. All right, sir. Appreciate it, sir. <laughs> yeah, I was calling. I'm wearing two of... watches in honor of the blacks. Well, that's wonderful. I don't understand the reason why, but hey, if that's what black people like to wear for. a lot of jewelry. Well, you know, we come from the land of gold and, <laughs> and many minerals, so that's the reason why, bro. Okay. But the thing is, I, I see this guy named um, Madoff. He looked like he looked like your older brother that killed his son and wife. I mean, I thought I said that. That looked like Hank's brother right there. Yeah, he, he does look kind of uh, 
has that white skin, red hair sort of thing going. Well, I mean, I mean, why do why do white folks kill the family members so quickly over stupid stuff like money or insurance policies or you know? I mean, if, if, why y'all so greedy, man? Why why do white folks just kill everything in the house almost if they can? I don't why know. I, I don't know. I don't identify with that that type of greed and murder, really, man. So you're barking I up mean, the wrong it, tree, Tony, in I California. Mean, it's just, it's you don't just, think just, you don't think just, blacks you don't, you don't think blacks be killing their their own family just as much? No, 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 no. We 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 don't have that. You have any? You have any stats on that, bro? You got to. We don't have the. We don't have source, that type of evilness in us, bro. Uh, I'm a Reddit bro to, right to, here. To kill source, everything in the family. Source, bro. Source. And another thing. There has been. What? There has been Tony. Many cases where black males will kill the white females that they're married to or dating. So well, I don't know if you're thing. talking that's about the truth, I mean, Tony. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't know nothing about all that. But I'm yeah, just saying, you don't know. Folks, you're just talking I'm out talking of your white folks out of your family member. You're talking out of ignorance. No, I'm not. I'm yeah, speaking truth and facts. No, you're not man. talking truth and facts. You just said that blacks and don't do that. Thing. You and just said that. Thing. Hold on, Tony. Tony. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You said that blacks don't have the evil in their heart like the whites do. That's a lie. Not to kill the family. Not to kill the family. You don't know that. Know. You don't know that. I mean, hey. Hey. You, you can hey. The Midwest you brothers, got caught they lying. The you go, they hey. Kill the, they kill their parents. I mean, if you go on, uh, 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 what is that, uh, ID or Dateline, all you hear is white folks killing family members. That's because the media is racist. Didn't you hear Elon Musk's tweet? <laughs> no, the media is racist against Elon white Musk. people. They hate whites. No, no it's, it's just, white is evil. That's all to it. I mean, the black neighborhoods are too dangerous to go into to tell their stories. For, and also they're, also, they're, also they're illiterate, so they don't. They, you know, we don't know what their history, family history from is. White left, people, white people. Europe, hold up, man, I'm talking. Tony, Tony. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you don't want to hear it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Nice. Go ahead and speak so I can tell you the rest, tell you some more facts, my friend. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. From time y'all left Europe. I didn't, I never left Europe. Well, your ancestors, they left for the Boston Tea Party. Y'all been killing from time y'all stepped on this black land. Nice. Yeah, that y'all call and stole called America. Right on. See, see, we had a manly, here, conquering history. Base. I'm just saying, the blacks was here before the white man ever thought about this place. You don't the know Indians that. The show, me the, yes, show me the documentation, bro. Oh my God! Why I got these documents? Y'all, y'all because they're just saying stuff. <laughs> y'all burnt that up. Remember? Yeah, everything that came into our history, y'all destroyed we, it. We, so so you guys be, had documents. You guys had documents saying that the blacks were here before the whites, and then we burned your yes, documents. Yes. Wow. Yes. How tough were those whites back in the good old days? So awesome. Well, <laughs> they were evil. They were evil. Uh, what's, e- what's evil about conquering land? That's not necessarily evil. Well, you got to kill somebody. That's evil. Bro. Not necessarily. Sometimes you, well, you there's a right God's time creation. To that's evil. But see, you justify that. Were the Israelites evil when they that's, burned cities and killed women and children and men and then animals? 
Were the Israelites, were the Israelites evil? Were they, were they evil, the Israelites? My ancestors are not alive usually, most of the time. <laughs> Well, I mean, look at your history. My parents? Book. Did my parents know the Israelites? It's, it's amazing. Why don't it's you amazing. answer? Tony huh? in California, why don't you answer about yeah. the, the biblical people? God told them to kill oh. everybody. Were they, was think? that evil? Say what now? Say that again? God told the Israelites to kill everybody. Was that evil in some towns? God is evil. God created evil, but God is evil. So then why are you complaining about whites? Because you are evil. Are you admitting whites <laughs> are godly? <laughs> Are you admitting? Are you admitting, Are you saying that whites are godly when they took over this evil land in America? You are evil. Are we godly? There's though? no. There's, there's no godly people on this earth. There's no godly people. You just admitted that earth. God is evil. You said God is evil. God is evil. He created. It. So then we're godly. How would they godly if they're evil, bro? Because you just said God it's, is evil. The heck. Like Justin said, either you is some good in you, some now and not all, not all, but some. Have you ever committed a crime, Tony? A violent crime? Me? Yeah. A violent crime? Yeah. No, not violent. No, not nice. violent. Nice. Okay, so... No, no. Uh, so when... I have created many crimes, but not violent. Nice. Well, I disavow making crimes. I'm sure you have committed some crimes, too. Maybe, but... Uh... No, I don't maybe in it. No, it's Hold on, no. man. I'm trying maybe. to make a point here, Tony. So, Go ahead, guys. So you're Go ahead, guys. A, so you're a nonviolent black. You're a nonviolent criminal black. <laughs> okay. And uh, and then the last caller, the last caller is a, the last caller is a veteran nonviolent black. He may not even be a criminal. Um, Why do we have to be black? Why can't be just a human? I'm just being? talking about you two blacks. I'm, I have two black callers on I'm my show. I'm not black. I'm human. I'm not black. I'm human, bro. Yeah, black humans. You're two black human <laughs> beings, and you're not violent criminals. And I talk about how silly sometimes these blacks are. You are a silly person in your in your conversation with me, and so too is Frederick in California. Two black Californians whom I like, but very silly. And when I talk about what? blacks and how silly they are and believing the racism stuff and wanting whites to feel guilty for stuff that they don't are not responsible for, and you all that stuff, I'm talking about people who are not violent. I'm making the point that Joe from Phoenix claims, James, you blame the majority of blacks for something that a tiny minority of blacks are doing, which is violent crime. I'm blaming you guys for being silly. You're silly. And Joe from Phoenix is silly, too, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. Well. Happy Black History Month. It's the thing is, thank you. But let me ask you this, sir. (laughs) He said thank you. You ever heard of something called Dominion? Yeah, Dominion voting systems. Based yeah. Dominion why, voting systems. Totally free and fair elections. Fox News, why are they Fox News for lying on them nationwide for billions and billions of dollars? Why do Fox News got to lie about everything they almost, 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 not all now, but almost everything they report on, on, on their news? Why? Just because they're getting sued, does that mean Fox News lied? Yes. So if so if you get if I sue you if I sue you for saying James you're 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 silly am I lying If I got proof if, if I got you, proof If you got proof a lawsuit doesn't mean that you lied court, yes. Anyway Yes nice And the thing is you know the Trump lie about the election I know that For the yes. sake of for the sake of my channel I agree with you 
Yes, you're right. Ooh, Trump lied. Thank God. Thank God. But he I don't actually, but I don't, told the truth. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's only a... That's only a lie with an asterisk. According to the mainstream oh, media, my, he lied. I lied a lot, bro. According, don't, don't, don't put no according to the mainstream media and the federal government saying that you lied, okay, all right, he lied with an asterisk. Kind of like Derek Chauvin committed murder with an asterisk. Well, Give me yeah, a break. okay, so, I gotta so go we with, all know that, that was the biggest lie ever told in America. What is that? The, that the election was stolen. Oh yeah, I disavow that lie. Biggest lie okay, ever. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, you know what, James? I take my hat off to you, bro, and I do <laughs> agree, and I do respect you more than ever now for for telling the truth <laughs> on that one. Nice, adios, man. Have a good day, and tell tell hey, hey tell your boss Justin, stop being a female and putting dye in his beard. Be a real man that God made him and look natural the way God wanted him to do. Huh. Y'all have a blessed day. Thank you, man. Take care. <laughs> Tony in California. He just made it. I happen to like the gray beard. So he just made it more likely that he's going to keep the black beard. Because <laughs> anything Tony says, maybe you should do the opposite. Terrible. Terrible. Um... Quick little story before I get back to calls, guys. More calls to get to. Hang tight. <sighs> you know who else is building America? Those POC India Indians in charge of the World Bank. If you have Biden's druthers. Here's a quote shared by Kami Nonsense Network from last Friday. Ajay. Shout out to Ajay. I know an Ajay. I've seen an Ajay in the chat. AJ? A-J-A-Y. I don't know how to pronounce your name, man, but Sleepy Joe Biden is praising you, but not you in the in the JLP and Bond and Hake chat. I don't even know if he's in the Hake chat. Um, AJ or AJ is uniquely equipped to lead the World Bank. What a name, huh? At this critical moment in history, says so-called President Sleepy Joe Biden, announcing on Thursday last week that he's nominating AJ Banga, Banga, B-A-N-G-A. A former MasterCard executive to serve, quote-unquote, serve himself as president of the World Bank. Raised in India, of course, Ajay has a unique perspective on the opportunities and challenges facing developing countries uh, and how the World Bank can deliver on its ambitious agenda to reduce poverty and expand prosperity. That's as Sleepy Joe Biden said. The World Bank is a group of 187 nations, according to Kami Nonsense, lends money to developing countries to help reduce poverty. Uh, Sounds misguided to me. Terrible. The gray beard looks wise, says Animus. What a mess. I don't know. Anybody know about this World Bank stuff? Gee whiz, I wonder who owns the World Bank. The Indians, India Indians. <laughs> no, I don't know. Sleepy Joe Biden is up, uh, nominating nominating that guy for serving as president. What, does the Senate have to approve him? I don't know anything about it. By the way, is YouTuber Jake Paul, do you ever heard of Jake Paul? I like Logan Paul kind of a little bit. Not that much. He's kind of an SJW. But, or he kisses up to them, social justice warriors. YouTuber Jake Paul, white man, 
suffers his first defeat of a boxing career. Happy Black History Month. But he didn't lose to a black. In a split decision, according to Comedy Nonsense Network, Tommy Fury, the so-called British, meaning Irish, I think, Irish traveler, I think, younger half-brother, oh, maybe he's not Irish then, of heavyweight champion Tyser Fury, the Irish traveler, the gypsy, won uh, the highly anticipated match. So anticipated that I didn't even hear, of it, hear of it coming. So congrats to Tommy Fury beating out Jake Paul. Is Tommy Fury Irish like uh, Tyson Fury is? Or, is, or maybe he's mixed. <laughs> maybe he's part black. I don't know anything about this story. Uh, Jake Paul got smashed by Tommy Fury. Oh, like this is going to tell me, tell me anything. Riyadh. Tommy. I don't have time to search for this story. I'll have to look into it later. But that's the little update on that. Today's Tuesday. And Tuesday, Lori Lightfoot is up for re-election. Is she going to get re-elected? Maybe she already has. Totally free and fair election. Lori Lightfoot, the incumbent mayor of Chicago. She-town, she-town, chi-town, shy-town, shy-town. Faces a slate of eight challengers. Splitting the vote. Lori Lightfoot is one of four black mayors, quote-unquote, leading the four largest cities in America. Leading it into hell. Yeah, that's right. We have Karen Bass now, the so-called mayor who calls the homeless bums our, un- our unhoused neighbors, and we need to bring them inside. Ridiculous. By the way, also today, an autobiography by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is set to be released. He's not even that old. How old is Ron DeSantis? 44 years old, and he, <laughs> he wrote an autobiography? Said to be released amid speculation that he's gearing up to launch a 2024 presidential bid. I'm playing dumb a little bit because normally these people write uh, books and put out books to promote themselves and get on shows and then say, hey, I'm running for president or whatever. You know, they're they want to get notoriety. Maybe I should write a book (laughs) or uh, I don't know, something terrible, huh? Uh, I I still like Ron DeSantis. I know some of you guys would vote for him over Trump even. But I disavow. (laughs) I say vote for Trump. It's still his turn. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Yes, I do, tennis shoe. Let me get to Lawrence in Idaho on the line. Lawrence, how you doing, man? Thanks for calling. Yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm from Idaho. I'm here in California on business. Listen, I'm an old car salesman. I'm 60. I worked alongside Black. I, I just, I've called a couple times. One of my partners here in Anaheim turned me on to uh, this show. And I'm like, I, and what I'm hearing is just infuriating the daylights out of me. I'm all lives matter, but that's me. It's everybody means everything. But my point is, it's heck, I started my business with $1,200. I'm an ex-foster baby, lived on the streets. I'm sober 35 years come in April in AA. I've worked hard. I'm an ex-drug addict, alcoholic, been stabbed six times. There's a lot of things. I'm ex-military eight years. I worked my butt off for what I've got. Nobody gave it to me. Not a person gave this to me. I've lost homes. I've got them back. I've gotten a divorce. Um, which was me serving it, but that's part of life. Married 26 years, have two kids. 
I've got a daughter. I, there's a lot. I mean, the son, and I think, listen, all lives are important. I don't care what it is. But this, what I'm hearing about my, what I work hard for and giving up 12, 14, 16 hours, not taking a dime from anybody, never taking a dime, and served in the military, these people can join the military like I did. I did eight years. These people can start doing things. They can go and learn. I'm not college educated, but I graduated. I just, oh, it's oh, you, not easy. You cut out and briefly the there. 28 years. You cut out briefly there in the last 10 seconds. You said... I'm I'm I didn't not, I'm not college educated, but I graduated, meaning from high school. I assume I graduated. And from then, high what school. did you say after that? I'm I'm I started. I mean, I'm I forgot. Okay, I, I started a business. I've been in business for 28 years. Nice man. And I've re I've re um, invented it a few times. I'm a business in California. I've had manufacturers buy from me. I've gone e-commerce. Now I've got two locations. Still do business in California and in Idaho. I work my butt off. I know. I sound. I like mean, it. I work my butt off. You know, and I'm. I like I'm your energy, Idaho. by the way. At sixty years old, you sound like you got it's energy. Not, well, yeah, I'm just as <laughs> man. Oh, I'm not fat either. You know, I'm. Right I work hard. I yeah. work out. I do. I hunt. Nice. I do everything. What, I mean, it's, you <laughs> said you said that what you're hearing on the show is making you mad. What did you hear oh, on yeah, the show? Take, uh, I've been saying take all your money all at once. Oh, what? Yeah. Get a job, work. Right. Get, do something. I white privilege. I'm a foster baby, raised in the foster care system. Yeah. Nice. I joined the military at 17 years old, 17 and a half. I work hard for what I got. I still, I've lived on the streets. Nice. I mean, come on. Yeah. stabbed six times. Still had to go back out and learn. So you were stabbed you know? six times, six different occasions or six, six stabs? Six times at once. Okay. In fact, two and a half years ago, I had a major operation done. Tax dollars a lot of money with uh, the VA to reconstruct my body. Went sepsis, but still got wow. up and worked. Still got out and worked. Nice. I work. Right. I work hard. And so you're and a veteran. You're a veteran, and you're working. You bu- built a business, and you're working to this day. Frederick is a veteran, and he's not working. He's just sitting right. around. And there's no the reason. Report. I work hard. I don't take. I've never taken a dime off the system. I don't. Except that you served in the military, so you got VA stuff, and you know. I've got but VA, but heck, man, that's my vest. I, I right. served. I've been in other countries, put myself in situations so that those gentlemen can open their trap and regurgitate throw up I've never heard before. <laughs> I know it's crazy. The that you're talking about, Frederick from California, Frederick, and, and another guy. My gosh, they were so bad. I'm, just, I'm, I'm doing air boxing. I'm, I'm so angry. I'm, <laughs> it's like it's just frustrating. It's frustrating to hear that. And I'm not educated. And I can speak. Why can't they learn to speak the words that they want to say? I know. Learn to talk. I've gone to what high school. I learn. You don't need to have all that. Old. I mean, come on. I love there's gentlemen like it. He's famous, Larry Elder. Right. Holy cow. Yeah, I respect the daylights out of him, as well as your gentleman on this show. I've met him for the first time. You know, learn to speak. Learn to quit the system. The <laughs> yep. system is destroying this whole world. Same thing as I can't even help, oh, man. You know something? I, 
<laughs> I go on there's dating sites, all that kind of stuff. I put on there. I'm pro life. I'm, I'm pro. I'm pro life for God's sakes. Right. You know, men that aren't for it. What do they want to do? I don't want a lady that's going to murder her own children. But that's me. You know. But it says. But I don't care. I still have to defend the weak. I'm just not here to give away what I work hard for to the weak that are men. Yeah. Or I women. That's how I feel about these people who are coming into the country, like the mi- so-called migrants, and yeah. in- into other countries, too, who are but like... You were talking about the World Bank. You said you wanted men. to know. I can tell you what the World Bank is. Okay. World Bank is, is uh, multi-trillionaires like the Rothschilds. They're the, the elite of the elite. Uh-huh. They're the World Bank, and they are the runners of it all. Then you've got the smaller... So you've got different you've got different federal reserves. You get to our main one. You got the World Bank that's trying to get us onto that, just like they were trying to get us into the Federal Reserve back in 1914 when you had uh, Wilson, or President Wilson. Okay, one term. Yeah, terrible. So you got to really look into the whole aspect. They tried to do the Federal Reserve at the beginning of the founding fathers. But we got rid of all our fathers because our fathers were racist. So I'm like, excuse me? And then <laughs> you have a gentleman who's talking about uh, the Israelites killing people. Did they not understand that the first slaves were white? I know. Huh? And the Slops. slave owners were Egyptian? <laughs> I know. Huh? Black? Are they really that out there? Are people not wanting to think for themselves that they have to be a robot for the system? It's crazy, man. Yeah, well, now you got me. I get to regurgitate. I'm just, like I said, I was airboxing. I've worked hard <laughs> for what I got, and I'm still growing it. Um, well, I like right on, your man. show. I'm going to be listening to it up there and turning people on up there. Keep up the good work. Appreciate I it, appreciate Lawrence. it. Thank you, man. Take care. Thank you. You All take right. care. Bye. Lawrence from Idaho, down here in Anaheim, California. On business, hardworking man. Worked up over the ignorance, ignorance, ignorance of the blacks. And Ian over there, I saw Ian in the chat said, hey, doesn't think we deserve our benefits. <laughs> doesn't think we earned our benefits. I guess Ian may be a veteran too. I just know that people join the military and the police and uh, firefighters and all that stuff. And I respect the work, I guess, when it is work. And there's, you know, the risk and all that. But a lot of stuff, like, his cushy benefits. It's pretty nice sometimes. I know some people get screwed over. Sorry, kids. Parents. Um, But anyway, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) You know what I mean, Jellybean? People like these, this Hispanic guy called my show one time. He's called multiple times. He likes me now. He likes us now, but we argued about this go back to your country talk, whether go back to your country is racist or wrong to say. Oh, I'm a veteran. I served this country. Well, you joined the military and you got cushy benefits and you got uh, some hookups and you joined because you get that. It's a little bit easier. Gateway to the middle class type mess. You know, you didn't do it because you love the country you serve it. Sometimes you do, but even still, that's like emotional. It's I don't have this phony kiss up. Automatic kiss-up thing. Thank you for serving. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? That's all I'm saying. I do it. I respect everybody. <laughs> Even women. <laughs> Let me quickly get to Daniel in Texas on the line. Daniel in Texas, what is up, man? 
Hi, James. Uh, hey. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for calling. So my question is, do you think the blacks can can get better? Do you think it, do you think it's even worth bothering? Oh, you know, uh, some of them will. Some of them for sure. Like JLP said, some of them are waking up. I think like, yeah. you know, the, the story of the Israelites in the Bible, they they had a good king and they they loved God and they had evil kings and they, they turned on God and the people didn't listen to Moses sometimes, especially when he went away. They started worshiping golden calves and all kinds of stuff. So, and then sometimes they would try to get all desperate and turn to God. I think only a few are ever going to wake up, but I think maybe on the whole, some of them can, maybe on the whole, they can start improving, maybe. We'll uh-huh. see. But I, it's not for me to, to predict whether they'll ever get better. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, so worth, I, it's worth uh, putting out the truth and saying, hey, get yourself together. Because they have a vacuum of a lack of truth in their community, in the mainstream media, in their churches, in their homes, in politics, everywhere. So, What is your advice for whites? <clears throat> yeah, that, that, that's my question. Regarding what? Dealing with blacks. Oh, dealing with them? Uh, similar to what Scott Adams said, you know, like stay away for the most part. Don't be a do-gooder thinking that you're going to help them and solve this racism thing, this false racism accusation, they're only going to keep on calling you that. The more we kiss up, the more ra- the more we're called racist. You know this? You notice that? We're called racist yeah, more yeah. than ever. So stop helping them, for one, and then um, tell them the truth, and uh, don't be scared. Ask that extra question and, and, and shake of the uh, scary black ladies at the post office, like JLP said, or at the bank or whatever. Um, get your courage back. Get yourself together. Same thing we should all do. Yeah. Does that make sense? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I agree with, with your takes. Um, your last caller, Lawrence, uh, sounds like a really uh, strong, capable dude. I, I really liked him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Uh, whites, we we got to stay away from these blacks. You, yeah. There's no, it's over. There's nothing. We've done everything. We've, we've sacrificed and lost yeah. so much. It's over. Yeah, and it's, it's, over. it's never should have helped them in the first place. Helping people only makes them worse. Helping them yeah. in the wrong way is what I'm talking about. Um, I've helped people that, whom I really like and... It's made them worse. It made me worse. It was it was not based in actual love. Yeah. You don't have to stay away from JLP or Joel Friday, obviously. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but uh, or Hassan Hassan's not black. He's white. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> or Lin Yan Shin, who's part black. <laughs> right. I don't know if you should because even even JLP says the blacks are not even the good blacks do not correct the bad blacks. Yeah, I know. Look at, I mean, th- some of them may correct them on certain things, but they still believe in the racism thing. There's, there's a little bit of right. lies mixed in with the truth that just poisons it. Of right. victimhood, oh, it's racism, and yeah, it is evil. Yeah, and and there there are very few like JLP right. that you know do call them out, but there's just not enough. Yeah, true, man. 
Man, I, you know, I got to cut you off early here, Daniel, because I'm coming to the end, and I want to end before, okay. uh, before Joel Friday TV comes on. But uh, call me again sometime. I will. Is this your first time calling? Or have you gotten on air before? I, I, I've called a couple of years ago. Okay. Nice to hear from you, man. You too. All right. Take care. Bye. Uh, Rusty in Montana wanted to say, a first-time caller says, Frederick is most likely not a veteran. He wanted to get on air, but, man, I cannot get to you. And the rest of the callers, call me tomorrow, I think. Uh, let's hear... Oh, Evil Israel says, Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Matthew 19.29, Everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands in my name, meaning Jesus' name, will receive eternal life. You got to give up something, huh? Interesting. Thank you, Evil Israel. Uh, Joel Friday TV is coming up next, guys. But for now, let's listen to some rap music. It's Christian rap Stephen Wiley, Fourth Man, Daniel 3. Enjoy, you musical Philistines, and adios, America. Chronicles. He's our reigning king. In Ezra, he's the faithful scribe. 
and Nehemiah, the fourth man is the builder of broken down walls of human lives. In Esther, he's our intercessor. In Job, he's the day spring from on high and our everlasting redeemer. For Job said, I know my redeemer lives. In Psalms, the fourth man is our shepherd. Who is the fourth man? Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, the fourth man is our wisdom. In the Song of Solomon, he's the lover and the bridegroom. In Isaiah, he's the suffering servant. Who is the fourth man? In Jeremiah, he's the righteous branch, the promise of a new and better covenant. In Lamentations, he's the weeping prophet. In Ezekiel, he's the wonderful four-faced man. And in Daniel, he's the fourth man in the burning fiery furnaces of life. Who is the fourth man? In Hosea, he's the faithful husband forever married to the backslider. In Joel, he's the baptizer with the Holy Ghost. Who is the fourth man? In Amos, he's our burden bearer. In Obadiah, he's a mighty to save. In Jonah, he's the great foreign missionary. Who is the fourth man? In Micah, he's a messenger with beautiful feet. In Nahum, he's the avenger of God's elect. In Habakkuk, he's God evangelist crying, Revive thy works in the midst of the years. In Zephaniah, the fourth man is our savior. In Haggai, he's a restorer of God's lost heritage. And in Zechariah, he's the fountain opened up in the house of David for sin and uncleanness. Who is the fourth man? In Malachi, he's the son of righteousness rising with healing in his wings. Who is the fourth In Matthew, he's the Messiah. In Mark, he's the wonder worker. In Luke, he's the son of man. In John, he's the son of God. In Acts, the fourth man is the Holy Ghost. In Romans, the fourth man is our justifier. In 1 Corinthians, he's the love that never fails. In 2 Corinthians, he's our righteousness. In Galatians, he's the redeemer from the curse of the law. Who is the fourth man? He's the Christ with unsearchable riches. In Philippians, he's the God who supplies all of our needs. In Colossians, he's the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Who is the fourth man? In 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, he's the soon-coming king. In 1st and 2nd Timothy, he's the mediator between God and man. In Titus, the fourth man is the faithful scribe. In Philemon, He's the friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Who is the fourth man? In Hebrews, he's the blood of the everlasting covenant. In James, the fourth man is the great physician. In first and second Peter, he's the chief shepherd with a crown of unfading glory. In first, second, and third John, the fourth man is the manifested love of God. And Jude, he's the Lord coming with 10,000 of his saints. In Revelation, the fourth man is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the Amen, the Word of God, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Who is the fourth man? 
He's Abel's sacrifice. He's Noah's rainbow. He's Abraham's ram. He's Isaac's well. He's Jacob's ladder. He's Judah's scepter. He's Gideon's trumpet. He's Samson's strength. He's Samuel's horn of all. He's David's slingshot. He's Solomon's wisdom. He is Elijah's mantle. He's Elisha's miracles. He's the fire shut up and Jeremiah's bones and in my bones. Who is the fourth man? He's the father to the orphan, the husband to the widow, the friend to the friendless. He's the banker to the poor. If you're walking in darkness, he's the bright and morning star. He's the one whom Herod could not destroy, the one the devil could not entice into sin, the one whom the grave could not hold. He's the one who arose from the dead. Who is the fourth man? He's the one of whom Isaiah said his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He is the Christ, the Son of the Living God.